Your central nervous system, good luck on your heart rebooting. I'm real good at troubleshooting when there's trouble, I start shooting. Attack you, cause hatred second nature to me. Give me a table before I smack you. Major D. Confrontation, knife up your ass, constipation. Fuck the constitution, there's death in your constellation. I do lots of conditioning, but not to make my head glow. More to condition myself to scalp you with a stiletto. I can't help but be ghetto. The first ghetto was Venice. Italy, Jews were literally considered a menace. You're not a live street king, you'll need anesthetic. You can't survive the beatings, medics. They'll try to revive you like credence. In the precinct, giving my prince, got a speedy offense. Beat you into obedience, some of my best ingredients. Check the latest media sense. May someone bleed on the street, they don't. Breed them like this anymore, cops ask, I plead the fifth Rock a mask, catch you graveyard chef Don't behave hard if you ain't brave hearted You'll end up in the graveyard staff Your wife from white slavery bought sex In some Albanian's apartment Soon to be sold to an Iranian who's guarded I started thugging as a mug, a purse snatcher My first batch of loot Streets are foul at the crotch of a prostitute Trial and error Trial by fire, vile pleasure On trial for murder, for having a wild desire for terror The style of a pallbearer A time riot for hire, do this for Meyer Raising those a blazer trail required My head an anvil, used to leave a man killed, head bottom smashed cut up, trampled in a landfill. What's up everybody, welcome to the Growing Up Not Growing Old Podcast, my name is Mike Russo, it's a Friday night, Friday night before Memorial Day weekend, what, no work Monday, fuck work, alright, my guest this week is Steve from Wasted the Show, but before I get him on, wow, that ended abruptly. Before I get them on, I just want to let you guys know that I'm recording this a little earlier than usual. My kids are still awake and Angela's still at work, so um, they might... Like last week, if you noticed, there were some rough edits because same thing, the kids were still awake. So whenever the kids call me or they come out or whatever, I got to pause it, go take care of them, come back, restart it. That's why last week some of the edits were kind of rough, so uh, it might... Sound like that this week too, but you know, Steve said he's ready to go and I'm ready to go. So uh, I'm gonna call him. Skype. Hello? Hey, I got you. How you doing? Doing well. How are you, man? All right. Hey, you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. How, how am I coming through? Uh, you're perfect, man. Um, uh, welcome to the show, the Growing Up Not Growing Old podcast. How you? Uh, you're you're in Canada, aren't you? Yeah, Toronto. Uh, oh, awesome! I heard a lot of good things about Toronto. How was it from your end? It's uh, it's not bad. It's a it's a nice place to uh, visit. It's a nice place to live. It, it's got its uh, it's got its upsides and it's got its downsides, but you know that's like every city, right? Yeah, yeah. But, I, um, I always hear like so I'm from New York, so I always hear people yeah. go to Montreal for the strip clubs, and they go here yeah, for yeah. for this and, and and here for that. What does Toronto got besides they got the CN Tower? I know that. It's uh, was it? What did Jalen Rose say? It's a Champagne City. That's what it is. What does that like mean? Like all, the, <laughs> so like all the you got all the nightclubs and everything that it's popping. Uh, all if you want to have like a good like, club nights, it's it's here. If you want to have like good strip club nights, you go to Montreal. Like there's some nice things here, but really um, Montreal's the place for strip clubs. But everything else, like clubbing and concerts and everything mm. like that, like if you want to go, if you just want to like chill and go to restaurants, like you can come here and just so many varieties and everything. Oh, so it's true about yeah. the strip clubs in Montreal, huh? Yeah, the, well, the girls are a bit better. I, 
It's a fact. Yeah. Oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> Let me find yeah. out. The Ronald girls are banged up. <laughs> the, some are screw face, but some are all right. <laughs> they're hey, um, they're real stush in uh, Toronto. <laughs> do you uh like hip hop at all? You ever listen to hip hop? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I have I, a Wu Tang tattoo on my arm, man. Oh, that's awesome, man! I haven't heard yeah. a Wu Tang album in so long, but that's uh, uh that's really cool, man. Is it yellow yeah. or what is it? No, I just got the the symbol plus uh, I put like two killer bees uh, on the sides, and oh, I just have sick. a thirty six. Yeah. Oh, awesome! Because I was gonna bring up um, Chaclair. Oh, oh my gosh! I don't know what happened to this fool, man. <laughs> Shit! <laughs> <What> <laughs> this guy fell off, man. He fell off like the actual chocolate Chaclair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yo, I have one of his songs on my iPod. Uh, it was, I guess, it was the big one back in the day. I don't remember the name of it but it's a it was a good fucking song and toronto had a lot of hip or at least canada had a lot of hip-hop acts up there for a minute yeah yeah there's still a, like still some cats here i know raekwon has an office here or i think he's mostly here because he signed uh, like a lot of uh toronto artists for his ice water label then oh, uh it was a Ghostface came up here recently with jizza and and all the, there's a lot of things like drake uh he's too poppy for but you know yeah, I don't even yeah. think that's kind of just pop now. Yeah, it is, it is. But yeah, there's still some underground hip hop. I think, uh, I think what my boys told me is like, yo, Steve, um, when you see like hip hop acts come here, like you know, when it comes to like Toronto or any place in Canada, that's that's when like the true fans come out. Right. You, you know, because <laughs> uh, was it uh, Boot Camp Clip came came up here? Then Naughty My Nature is gonna come here for like the summer. That's like, real hip hop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and plus there's good there're like some good cats happening here and good underground acts. But does it have so like that a- that that classic boom bap kind of real rap shit? Yeah, you can find that. Yeah, some uh, this is tons of varieties too and there's also like the big uh West Indies uh West Indies mix. Oh yeah. Like from all the immigrants coming up here and all the Jamaicans, Trinis and Guyanese here. I forgot then you got about like that. it's it's all like different mixes uh, too. Like a lot of Filipinos uh, here and everything. Um, what's your um? Uh, what do you call that? Ethnic background? Uh, I'm I'm mostly uh, East Asian, East Asian Malaysian. Well, alright, so alright, uh, right, so you're from Wasted, the show, is that correct? Yeah, 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 that's true. Alright, and I watched the trailer. Now the the main characters, there's how many? There's f- um five guys and a girl, or is there four guys? I don't remember. There's mostly four guys and a, and a girl. The girl, she acts as... Uh, the way Wasted works is that the four guys are big into zombie films. And the girl is actually... Uh, actually, like, the star of her own zombie franchise. So whenever the guys get into situations, they think of her movies. And that way they can get out of it. Now, the thing I noticed right off the bat was everyone's different. Everyone looks yeah. different. So you mm-hmm. and is everyone from Toronto? You weren't joking about it. it's a mix up there, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's and that, that's the thing, right? It's like the way the waste works is that the guys you see in the trailer. That's basically me and my friends. It's sort of based on real life, is that uh, the character I play? It's it's me. But you know, it's it's kind of like wrestling, where you take the best characters are really extensions of themselves. You know, like like Stone Cold was really ex- an extension of Steve Austin. Right, but it's just heightened up a bit. Like you know, I mean, I'd love to go to my give a stunner to my boss, but I can't. <laughs> I gotta get paid. But but that's the thing. Like we're taking ourselves, but just 
heightening up a bit for movie purposes and just to make it more fun for comedy purposes too. But the thing is that it's all different is because that's that's how we grew up. Like I grew up with Filipino uh, boys and mm-hmm. also like uh, was a Chinese guys and Jamaican guys, Trini guys and all kinds. So so that's the thing. It, it's become like uh, it's come to a point where it's like yeah, I s- it's all integrated in a in a certain aspect. You know? Wow, because yeah, because I was watching that and I I had no idea. Like I'm very ignorant on Canada. You know, I know. The stereotypical shit, you know, hockey and beer and, you know, weed yeah, yeah. is big. Um, but to see the mix was really like, I really wanted to ask you about that. This Is the cities like that, huh? That, is it? Yeah, mostly in the big cities, like, say, big Vancouver, uh, Toronto, Montreal. Like, if you go north of uh, Toronto, yeah, it's still, like, in the boonies area, still, like, yeah. uh, you know, it's it's not as mixed as it is, but mostly in the big cities and... Also in like the uh, areas around the big city, you right, know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So, but you know, who knows? Like a couple, <laughs> you know, like uh, you know, uh, uh, in the end of the day, it's like we're all taxpayers, so it really doesn't matter. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's the <laughs> unfortunate know? truth, that's, isn't it? That's the thing, right? It doesn't matter who you are. You still gotta pay Ma Bell. You still gotta pay the government. You still gotta do this. Does everybody? You still gotta um, get up. Does everybody watch hockey, or is that just a crazy? That's a that's a true stereotype, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, but the uh, basketball is big too. I think because uh, because of the main uh, immigrant influx, like uh, it's still uh, hockey, still like the white boy sport, you know. Yeah. But basketball is big too, and but it's funny. It's like there's a lot of like a uh, lot of. But the thing is, like NFL trumps everything. That's the funny thing. Get out of here! Really? That's yeah, crazy. here. Yeah, it's like it's funny. I got like uh, I got boys. Uh, yeah, I don't understand this. Like, I got, I got boys who are Greek, like pure, pure Greek, right? Like covered in hair, Greek. Like yeah, owning like, a diner, Greek. Exactly, like uh, pusty Greek. <laughs> but these fuckers, <laughs> these guys are big Steeler fans. I don't know why. I have no idea why, to be honest. Uh, but I'm. Uh, but the thing is, like, uh, a lot of people here are Bills fans because we got the Fox affiliate. Coming right, in. It's right there, yeah. Plus, we got all the, we got all. I personally am a Patriots fan, because uh, mainly because of Tom Brady. That's my boy. Well, Brady. you know what? There's a thing about Pittsburgh. There's a lot of Pittsburgh fans everywhere, and the reason that's true. The reason for that is because they were so good in the '70s. That that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. That like people who were born in the '70s grew up with their parents or their father liking the Steelers, so they adopted that. Or if you were at the like, if you were like eight, nine, ten when the Steelers were winning, you kind of jumped on that bandwagon. So now yeah. that turns into a lot of Steeler fans, a lot of Cowboy fans across the country. That's another thing too. A lot of Cowboy fans. That's it's what it is. It's either Steelers or Cowboys. Yeah. I get Damn. fucking. I get disgusted when I see Cowboys fans over here. <laughs> I know it's insane, right? I mean, I can understand the Steelers thing because at least they're from like a working class blue collar yeah, exactly. town, you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Dallas, like, fuck, America's team shit. Fuck that shit. Oh, They're not oh, my man. team. Exactly. Ain't my team either. Fuck out of here. My I, teams are either uh, Patriots or Jets. Oh, like, I, I, Jets. I, uh, I align oh. with the... Yeah, I know. That's but I, the thing too. is, like, um, uh, I grew up... When I grew up, like, I saw more Jets games. And I got into the team and everything. Yeah. Then uh, one, of my, uh, one of my cousins gave me... Uh, one of those uh, NFL films, uh, History on the Jets. Then I, after watching it, I just got into it. 
Oh man, that's what happened to me. Uh, yeah. My family's all Giants people. Yeah. Right? Do you remember a movie called Flash Gordon? Oh yeah, yeah. Quarterback, New York Jets. Well, that was my curse. I watched oh, Flash shit. Gordon. And I was like, yo, Flash Gordon's a bad motherfucker. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's how I got into the Jets. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was cursed from that point on. Oh, my gosh. It's insane, right? Fuck, man. I don't know. I, I'm actually raising my son as a Giants fan because I don't want him to go through the same shit that I went through. Yeah. I hear you, man. Fuck. Damn it. But like, I only align myself with the Patriots because of Tom Brady. If, if Tom Brady went to another team, I'll align with them. That's yeah, the thing. I used yeah. to know this dude who loved Larry Johnson. And oh, was, shit. Yeah, he loved the, the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. And then they he, he came to the Knicks and it was over. He had fucking Larry Johnson, Knicks this, Knicks shirts, yeah. Knicks sweatshirts, hats, everything. So some mm-hmm. people definitely do travel with the player. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, was it? For me, um, I sort of root for the Hawks. In, in a weird way, because my favorite player all time is Dominique Wilkins. Like right. when I saw when I saw him dunk, like that was it for me. Oh, like yeah. it's weird, like when you see things as a kid and it sticks with you, you know. That's one of those. Th- he was fantastic, though. That's one of those things that yeah. kind of should have stuck with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, there was Jordan and uh, there's Reggie Miller and all these other players. Like Sean Kemp is another guy. I was just like, gonna I br- yo. I was just gonna say Sean Kemp. <laughs> oh my gosh, this man is like—he's oh, he should. People should talk about him more often. They're gonna—they have to do a documentary about him because he must be yeah. about three hundred fifty pounds with about fifteen kids <laughs> and about fourteen women. He is. Oh my god, it's such a sad story with this guy. Fuck. There's a lot of those sad stories out there. Yeah, man, for real. That is absolutely true. Like sports, man. It's it's weird. It's a weird thing, you know. I actually I, I I stopped watching sports with the exception of football. I mean, yeah. I got the Rangers lightning on in the background right now, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I stopped watching baseball, basketball, regular season hockey. I just stopped watching everything because one thing, there's too many games. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't even bother watching hockey until the playoffs start. Yeah. Uh, I just don't have time for it, man. I've, I'm, I'm, I grew up a Yankees fan, right? Yeah, true. So... I was with them when they sucked. I was with them when they were on top of the world. I was, I was disappointed when they lost the World Series. I was happy when they won it. I have no emotion left to give to that sport, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. So now it's yeah. just pretty much, I kind of, I watch football, but if the Jets lose the first three or four, I'm out. I know, I know, because, like, that's the thing about football, right? Like, you lose the first, you lose to, like, four games in, and that's pretty much it. That's what's in, in great about it, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because every game counts. They got The NHL's got to cut the season down to like 50 games. <laughs> Baseball's got to cut games down. That, oh, yeah. There's too many games in baseball. The first three months, four months don't even count. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the one thing. I, I, I don't, in a way, it's, uh, it's okay for like the mini series. You get the three games or four games with a team. But right. like just if you want to go like, to the ballpark and just watch a game, right? Right. But then it's like, okay, like, do these games even matter? You know? Shit, not until October. I mean, uh, yeah. not until August. Pretty much, yeah, that's the thing. That's my thing with baseball. I, I I watch one or two games, but 
I, I fully stick in when it comes to the playoffs. Who was your, who was your baseball team? The uh, the uh, the Blue Jays, right? Yeah, Blue Jays. Yeah. I almost said the Maple Leafs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's how fucking far out of sports I am. Jesus. Yo, that, yeah, the, Blue Jays. I tell you what, though. The Montreal Expos had a sick farm system. They did, man. Fuck. And that's the one thing that pissing me off about baseball is that they, when when they went on strike, Expos were like, they were killing it. Oh, really? Yeah, they were, man. If if the strike never happened back in, was it 94? 94, yeah. Yeah. They would have gone, I would say, all the way. Yeah, you know what? They that had was a really good team. That was the first year the Yankees were doing good, too, because they were in first place. I remember that. Yeah. Strikes messed everything up, man. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not one. Uh, it sucks back then. If you're a diehard sports fan, it sucks. But now I couldn't give a fuck. I don't know. All right, so let's talk about your project. Well, oh, um, cool. Yeah. I watched the trail. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, I, I, the thing I liked the most about it was that you did it. Like, like yeah. it's something you, you would, I guess, your team set out to do, and you did it, and, and you're pushing it, and it, it's good. I liked it. Oh, thank you, man. Thanks. Tell, uh, tell them, you know, tell, tell them about it a little bit. Okay. So Wasted is centers on a, a group of friends. And what they, these guys are is that they're in their mid-30s. They live out their mundane lives and everything. And every Friday night, they just get together, watch a zombie film, smoke a, smoke a little, drink a little. And when it's done, they just have some discussion saying, okay, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse? Oh, I would do this. I would do that. Steve, what would you do? Oh, I will get a chain gun and go around. Where are you going to get a chain gun? Don't worry about it. I'll, I'll get it somehow. And we just have all these weird like descriptions of saying, okay, what will we do? Mm. Only then, a zombie apocalypse does happen. And the thing is, is that these guys, instead of being all scared and everything, this is the one thing they've been waiting for their entire lives because with a zombie apocalypse, you just reset the world. And I don't have to go to work tomorrow. I don't got to pay any bills. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. I can go out and have so many adventures in the in the wasteland, pretty much, and that's what uh, wasted is. It's Scott Pilgrim meets Mad Max with zombies, monsters, and mutants. It's just a wild, crazy ride, and we're trying to. That's what we're pushing. Does um does the crew ever meet up with the actress? There's talk of that. It could be a come down the line, but right now the the it's she she acts as a muse for the for the guys. As like the the example given before, if they come into a situation where, let's say they got a bunch of like zombies like cover uh, going around them, okay, let's think back to what she did. Okay, now we use that and we apply it to, we apply it to this situation. Whether the guys do it properly or not, well, that's a different story. But that they know what to do. Right, and they they probably fuck. I mean, I'm sure like. They fuck something up. She says, "Yeah, do this and the, and the." Yeah. It seems like the the white guy is kind of like the, uh, the wacky. Uh, I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to say you can't say comic relief in a comedy, but he seems <laughs> like the, like you know, in every comedy, there's like that one crazy guy, like you know. Yeah, like, yeah. Because uh, yeah, that's true. Because the thing is that that character Mark, he's based on our actual friend, and he's more. That's more of him. And the thing is that he's he's a whacked out conspiracy theorist. He actually believes a zombie apocalypse will happen, because he's like that one guy who's uh, that one friend say, "Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen." And you think, "Oh man, you're crazy. You're stupid." Yeah. But what if it does happen, right? It's like, "Oh shit, this guy was right from the beginning." Yo, if it really does happen in the real, real world, 
Dude, I'm not ready for that shit. <laughs> I know that's and that's the thing, right? Like that's the that's sort of the conversations we had. I'm talking to many other people. They get the they get the same thing. It's like they do have conversations. Okay, what would that happen? Like, what would you do? Oh yeah, I would do this. But are you really prepared? Right? Are you really into? Like, do you think you can kick ass? Like, well, who knows, right? And the Unless first, you put that situation. And the first thing that I would do. Um, you know, 50 other people got the same idea. So what happens when you meet up at the supermarket or the gun store? Now what? That's the thing, right? I'm going to have to start fighting people. Exactly. And we, do, and we have a rule is that, no, you just keep it at the, the four of us. You don't let other people into the group because if you, as soon as you let people into the group, then it fucks things over. If you notice, like, all these uh, zombie films, when you include more and more people in the group, yeah. then shit just happens. You keep it at a simple... Uh, Simple number, like four or five. Okay, that's fine. Keep it at five. That's one of our rules. Right, <laughs> that's going to get rough because people are going to come looking for help and shit. Don't forget that. They got their own group, man. Shit. Maybe if there was like a hot girl or something, we need to procreate. Okay, yeah. unless you got like something with you, we'll think about it. You're going to be fighting over the girl now. Hey man, who's got the <laughs> who's got the, who's got the who's biggest got, gun? Yeah, exactly. Who's got the biggest gun goes after. <laughs> All right, so do you have a website or like are you doing a Kickstarter or do you have uh, anything going on where people can like tell tell them where they can see it first of all? Sure. You can go to our Facebook page It's on uh, www.facebook.com/wastedshow. You can go to our Twitter which is twitter.com at @wastedtheshow. And basically, our, if you look for Wasted with our logo, the skull and the cross blunts, that is us. We were recently in a competition to get a feature film made. It was called the Cinecoop competition. And it was a 12-week thing where a lot of filmmaking uh, projects get to put into this like American Idol sort of competition. And each week there are voting periods and we have to put missions up. And people get to vote us in into different rounds. And we, we went really far. We made it to... Almost the last minute round, but we were didn't get enough votes. But we made a lot of videos. If you go to www.cinecoop.com/wasted, you will see more videos there, which explains more of what the concept is. Cool. And taking and taking that thing, we've made a short film, and we're just just gonna put that into all these different festivals and get trying to get good looks and make the feature ourselves. Oh, that's great, man. That's awesome. Um, let me go. Uh, I'll be right back. Two seconds, all right? No, no problem. And my son is watching uh, Slug Terror, which is like some <laughs> Japanese animation thing, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, And uh, it just turned off. So he's like, Daddy, I want to watch another one. I just had to run in and restart the, uh, the, oh, the Netflix for him. Slug Terror. Okay, I got to look at that shit. <laughs> Uh, right yes. now in uh, yeah, because right now in Toronto we're having this uh, convention called Anime North, so it's all uh, this uh, Japanese anime and uh, everything like that. I had a hard entire I, weekend. I have a hard time getting into the anime a little bit. Uh, I, I I own um, a Japanese anime called Ninja Scroll. Oh yeah, man, that's pretty good. That's the yeah. There's like, there's a lot, bunch of good ones that you easy, that are easy to get into. Most of this Japanese anime is either. A lot of like uh, sci-fi philosophical things, or yeah. shit like that, or some of them is just all wacky and shit. But yeah, no, there's a really good ones. I gotta tell you, I can't. If I was to to try to get into um, anime, I I have a hard time getting past some of the titles. Fucking 
Princess Roanoke and Cowboy Bebop and fucking yeah, I know. Steam Boy. <laughs> These fucking things. I guess that's but, why I, I watched Ninja Scroll, because it had a cool name to begin with. But you do check up Cowboy Bebop. It's pretty uh, it's pretty hype. It's about a bunch of bounty hunters in the, in the future. I and it's like got that. this awesome like uh, jazz soundtrack to it. It's really cool. Bounty Hunters plus Future, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, man. It's like anime is like the one thing about wasted is that we're bringing bringing a lot of influences from all of the characters. So, right. so like you can you can tell like as you mentioned like each person looks different, but also each taste is different. So like the main guy uh, or Mark, he's into hip hop and conspiracy theories and everything. So that's brought in. Yeah, I'm a really big fan of wrestling and anime and all these like 80s uh, action sci-fi films. So that's been brought in. Then one of the other guys, uh, Sid, he he's a big sports guy, so a lot of sports references and stuff were brought into it. So it's a yeah. lot. It's like a mismatch. Now, do you guys do like pop pop culture references throughout throughout? Like, well, I mean, uh, is is the plan to like have pop culture quips here and there or whatever? Maybe some little quips or trying to. The the thing we we want to do is that okay, we have different point of views and different things, so. Yeah, we want to put stuff in, but you don't want to like bombard every, like the viewer, right? You don't want to put like everything into the to where you say, okay, okay, I get it. You know what uh, this is. You know what this reference is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Do you, um, the, are you familiar with comic books at all? Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, all right. Do you know? Are you familiar with Why the Last Man? Yeah, I've read a couple of a uh, couple of issues of that. I've I got to pick up more uh, collections of it. Okay, so I tell you what turned me off to that book was that they kept forcing in pop culture references yeah yeah and it felt very forced and i kind of stopped reading that book as interesting as it was that's what killed it for me actually so yeah so it's a good idea to not force them in there either yeah exactly and also and i think also that when you got like when you got like the four main guys and four different viewpoints you also get uh, four different references too right yeah it's not always the same thing like I know, it was some uh, was it some Judd Apatow movies, or some Seth Rogen movies? They put in like reference after reference. Okay, okay, I know, I know, you know. Mm. Then it's like okay, whatever. It's like I get it. You guys know your shit. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good but to that, have a little something here and there, but don't fucking yeah. force it down our throats. Exactly, you know. It's like then it's like okay, then when you're making all these references, okay, so what's it comes to a point where okay, what's funny about it? You know yeah. what I mean? So I can totally understand, yeah. I think the time is right for... I mean, I, I want this show to get off the ground and, and, and I want people to see it because I think right now, the time is now for this type of thing for, you know, what's what's big in the world, right? or at least in our countries right now? Zombies, weed, yeah. comedy never dies, so... Yeah, it doesn't, yeah. So now is the time for this. So I want everyone's got to go watch this thing. Uh, zombies and weed. I mean, come on, <laughs> comedy. Let's do it. And and another thing too is that like our characters want the apocalypse to happen, and also like our characters, they sort of know what to happen. I think one uh, when one person was telling us about this project, like wasted, they they told me like Steven, you know what's the good thing about wasted is that you guys acknowledge like current zombie culture. You know there's zombie movies and stories and things happening in your in the wasted world yeah as you know like in most zombie films or stories like when 
when zombies do happen or when the dead do rise, it's always like a first-time occurrence and nobody knows what to do. Yeah, what world do they live yeah. in? Yeah, exactly. So in a sense that it's a good thing about us is that we are acknowledging like the sort of real world. It's like, yeah, we, we have seen all the Dawn of the Dead films. We have seen this. Uh, we know what uh, Rick Grimes does in Walking Dead. And we just apply it, you know? I wonder if the real-life zombies have... Like, the, we know the rules, right? Shoot them in the head. Yeah. Don't get bit, scratched or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, if zombies really happened, those rules w- probably wouldn't apply. Like, we'd be trying yeah. it, and it just wouldn't work. Yeah, exactly. And the and thing is, like, okay, you these are rules set by... Romero. By people who, yeah, and also like, okay, these are rules set by like writers who want to make something interesting. But what if, but you don't really know like how you get affected and shit like that, right? There's so many different ways. So that's that's another thing. What we're doing is that we want to make our zombies different. It's not like the traditional zombies you have, or even how this whole thing started. Like, is it a virus? Is it this? Is it an act of God? Who knows? Um, um hey. It's the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. Hello. All right, I got you. All right, cool. Uh, stupid. Uh, I don't know if you know anything about mixing boards or programs, sound programs, but it's a pain in the balls every time. It, <laughs> I hear you, man. Like That's, that's the one thing. Uh, sound is... Especially when you're doing like films, sound is like the most important thing you need, and it's yeah. always like hard to like master and everything. All right. So, what? What is there anything else about the show you want to get out there? Just the thing is that right now, uh, what we want to do is like something different, and as I mentioned, is that. Okay, our characters know what to do in the zombie apocalypse. We're also mixing so many things to it, but we're not really bombarding you with so many references. And but the main thing is that, like with Wasted, it's about having a good time. It's about having a good time watching it. Most zombie films are really depressing to watch. Like even some of the fun ones, like they do, they go through the same thing and they do the same stuff. Okay, you got a bunch of characters together. It's always the same type of people. You got. One guy who's the leader, one person who's like tough badass guy, then you got this one badass chick, and it, it's become cliches. A lot of things now has come cliches. Then who knows? Maybe one person turns on the team, and when they add in the love interest and this and that, and all this other shit. I've I've seen it before. Wasted is something where, when you have the adventure, it's always something new. It's always something different, and that's what we want to do. We want to really stand out to where you say, okay, you know what, Wasted, they did a lot of many different things. They did something different. I want to check it out. And I'm like having a good time with it. And that's what we really want to do. And how we want to do it is if you get, uh, if you check out our Facebook page, give us a like, follow us on Twitter, and we're pushing our short film. We're trying to get funds together. And if we just have the numbers to say, yeah, check out Wasted, check this out, then we can show that, yeah, you know what, this is something that's really hot. You know, like Mike Russo, he likes this thing, man. Like, you know, let's let's get some people in it. Let's let's really look at this thing and let's make it into something what it really is. And that's what we want to do. That's that's great. Trying to do something different is definitely the key because you know no one likes carbon copies of other things, really. Exactly. You know, as so I had a, I had a bunch of friends uh, recently. They went and did like the short film. I mean, this uh, one. 
where it's sort of like a vampires have taken over the world and a bunch of survivors got together. And I'm reading their IMDb page and that's what what's it called, the Internet Movie Database, something like yeah. that. So yeah. I'm looking at the synopsis, right? And it's like the same thing, you know, it's like oh a bunch of survivors are banded together and they got vampires roaming the earth and yeah. now the survivors have to see like can they really trust each other or can they survive and everything like this. So I'm like, Yo, I, I, I've seen this story before, you know? Sounds like The Walking Dead. Yeah, exactly. Except you mix, uh, you take out zombies and put in vampires, but then, and stuff like that. I mean, you good can... for them, and they made it. But then it's like, what are you doing different, right? Well, you can do like a, I don't know, the same kind of concept, but it all depends on how you uh, execute it. Because there was a movie I saw, it was about exactly what you just said, but it was good. It was called Stakeland. Yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. That's a really excellent one. It's the same shit though. Vampires took over and you got not really a crew of survivors, but you got like two or three people trying to survive, but they executed. They did it the right way. Mm -hmm. They didn't rely on the tropes and cliches. Yeah, you know, it's like that's the... Like I remember last week when we were talking about Mad Max, right? Yeah. It's like, have you have you seen that? No, maybe next week. I think we're gonna go. Yeah, man, go. It's it's wicked. But those who have seen it, that are listening to it, you know, like it's such a breath of fresh air, right? And uh, I know you haven't seen it, but when you do, you'll know what I'm saying is in that, and all what the, every review is saying that this is freaking awesome. You gotta go see it, and it's such an amazing experience, and it's totally. And the thing is that. It's unlike anything you've seen this year or maybe the past couple of years because what you've seen recently, especially with all like the comic book films, all the Marvel films, is that it, there's a formula to it. Yeah. And I guess that's the right word. It's, it's, it's becoming a formula. You know? Now, were you a fan of the originals? The uh, Mad Max? Mad Max, Road Warrior? Yeah, man. Totally. Uh, I, uh, I even defend Thunderdome to anyone. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's a rough one. I know it's rough. I know, like when they go past Barter Town, then it's—it's it's like the the first ten minutes they take away his car and all his guns. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's the thing. It's but the, the reason I defend Thunderdome is because they they open up the world a bit more. It's kind of like uh, I I look at these movies as something like uh, a fantasy movie. A fantasy western type movie, and I was telling a buddy of mine like these movies are like the the Conan stories, you know. It's like yeah. it's it's in the future, but it's gone back to more of like a barbaric uh, tribal thing, hey, and you got all that. these different tribes and yes, yeah, so all these tribes and everything like that, and you can see by the way they dress too, and they got these mohawks and all these spikes and everything, so it's very much like that. And Max is sort of like Conan, and he's going to all these different worlds, all these different places, and meeting these different tribes and everything. Yeah, it's and, interesting. Yeah. I think you're onto something there. Yeah, and and when you look at Thunderdome, is that he goes to Barter Town? That's one tribe. Then he goes to, and where they have the kids in that, like the bottom of, in that like jungle area, yeah. with the waterfalls and everything. Then you have this whole mythology about what happened to the old world and. They build this new like uh, 
savage setting and and also the story of Captain Walker and he's more of a and Max is sort of like this prophecy and everything. These are all like stuff from fantasy movies, right? Do you remember Thunderdome, right? Like yeah. how well do you know these movies? Oh, I saw Thunderdome uh, say uh, a month ago. Okay, I right. so you remember the character he was with the kids but he wore like the white face paint. Yeah, 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 yeah. He he didn't say anything and he survived and uh he went to uh was it Sydney? Yeah. With the with the rest of the survivors. I think he's Captain Walker. You think so? Like, I I remember watching the movie, right? Yeah. And he might be too young to f- but whatever, but I remember something there was like a some connection between the guy in the wall who looked like Max. Yeah. And that guy. There was something weird. Next time you watch it, try to look out for there's some kind of weird connection with those two. I'm not okay, sure okay. what it is. And also all right, all right, okay. If you remember the toe cutter from Mad Max? Yeah, he's the he's the bad guy in uh Fury yeah, Road. He's yeah. in the new one. I know, I know. It's a I different think, uh, character, of course. Yeah, but it, that's pretty cool, though. Still, uh, was uh, I saw this one guy on Twitter say, say that uh, it would have been so wicked if uh, Mel Gibson was the main bad guy. They revealed it to be uh, Mel Gibson. Ah, see, I, w- I wouldn't like that. <laughs> I know, I know, it was thing. I'm still trying but, to get in. Oh, I'm still getting over Tom Hardy as Max. When you watch it, it's kind of it's it's kind of weird how they do it because uh, I remember talking to my friend and there's also like this theory going around where Tom Hardy he's not the actual Max he's kind of like he's kind of like someone who took the, like the mantle of Max or or something like that you when you see it like you, you'll understand. But he has the interceptor. Yeah, yeah. He, well, uh, I don't. Want, well, you know. Uh, yeah, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, if you watch the trailer, Charlize Theron is, like, the main character because you barely yeah, see yeah. Max in the trailer. Yeah, she is. Uh, that, that's that's what it is, yeah. she's It's really her story, and Max comes in to... Uh, she, Max basically introduces you to the world where Charlize is. Oh, what's so he kind her, of represents what's her the people. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, like, our eyes into the world. Mm-hmm. He, he's, he's sort of like... A, Okay, so, okay, going back to the Conan thing, he's basically Conan, and he comes in to this world, and you're given a Red Sonya story, and when you uh, learn the Red Sonya story, then okay. Conan just goes on his way. Right. Yeah, it's something like that, yeah. Red Sonya was the movie that killed that whole genre in the 80s. I, I know, man. Well, <laughs> what the hell? But, but still, uh, but like going back to the old comic book stories, right? Or, or it's like, uh, what's this movie? Uh, what's the Eastwood movie? Fistful of Dollars. You remember one of them, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember the story? Like he comes in as a gunfighter, but then when he comes into the town, you learn the real story of these two clans, like trying to own the town and everything. And you know what? A, f- a, f- a fistful of dollars and a few. F- for a few dollars more, I yeah. don't think I've ever seen those two. Oh, okay. I've seen Good, Bad, Ugly. Oh, yeah. Well, everyone's seen Good, Bad, Ugly. <laughs> That's the big one, yeah. 
Yeah, it is the big one. Yeah, AMC plays that almost all the time when they have their westerns. Yeah, I um. Alright, listen. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap it up because I'm having some tef- technical difficulties. I have an echo. Right. I can barely hear myself. Okay. Okay. But I want to talk to you again. Not even not. I mean, you can come on and promote your show, of course. But I just want to talk sh- talk shit with you, like hang out, because I feel like we have a lot of the same interests. Yeah, man. I'm down for that, man. And I want to give a big shout out to uh, Attention Deficit Order. Yeah, definitely. Those guys are hyped too. Uh, you know, State of Grey and Rebel Songs podcast, the Moonbad podcast. You know, everyone out there, uh, Dark Angels and Pretty Freaks. I hear myself twice every time I say something. <laughs> it's really annoying. <laughs> Hope it doesn't come through. And the uh, Everything Bagel podcast. Some some of my friends. I forgot a whole bunch of people. Yeah, shout-outs to them, too, yeah. Cool. You want to uh, say what's up to anybody or anything? Uh, just want to give a shout-out to everyone listening. And come check out Wasted. Uh, at Wasted the Show. Uh, on Facebook, Wasted Show. If you like uh, what I'm saying, then look forward to more conversations with the one and only Michael Michael Russo. <laughs> All right, that's, a, that's a good outro, then, man. Thanks a lot. Cool, man. Peace. <laughs> Later. Thanks for checking out the Growing Up, Not Growing Old podcast. Find us on Twitter and Instagram at Gungo Podcast. That's G U N G O Podcast. And listen to past episodes at gungo.podbean.com. This is what you call liquid liquid Blazing through Blazing through Blazing through Pass that African black gold over here Blazing through You know how we Attack mode, time to strike like a cobra Poisonous venom into your system Killing you slower than niggas with blowers to your juggler My brother's keeper, but I put my brother to sleep If my brother try to creep up You know me, son, show respect when I rock in the podium Steam rolling on niggas, my team straight blowing them Got them throwing their guns in the air like Onyx Chef, Miss Smith and Wesson, crime shit, New York's fine Let me warn y'all, killers upstairs I see all y'all, heavy like fuck Thinking my niggas might floor y'all Blow your ass Shalar, see the guard block a man, no handle Gun on my leg, blow his hand off I'm looking at you wild like fuck You probably think I'm high, seems luck Chain around my neck, border from Egypt Need what? Hennessy drink, mahogany guns We treased up, come out your shirt, buckle knees up This Casablanca rap nigga, throw some G's up Let's poly, slow-mo status, bring the keys up Wondering runners is looking mighty greased up Right, stupid, FBI tell the keys up Fake money, niggas, hold a gun Full of licks, bust your dick, drop your one. Uh, Baby, need new shoes and an outfit. I see you stick a piece, you came with the dick lick. You see my set of twin hitmen from Bushwick. Two chicks with the 22 text, bitch. You heard about them. Now open up the circle so the dice can breathe. Pay you double if you triple, if you push, you pay me. You got a poly with your boots, stack your loot up. Get your weight up, big up, pull your boots up. You step into the club, put your guns up. Put the tensions on the mind and raise the roof up. You gotta keep it in the fan, stack your loot up. Get your weight up, big up, pull your boots up. When you step into the club, put your guns up. Put the tensions on the mind and raise the roof up. Raise the roof up. Raise the roof up. Raise the roof up.
Raise the roof up. Never fall, we came to raise the roof up. Raise the roof up. Raise the roof up. Still in all, we came to raise the roof up. Minota flash, running the stash, rolling for more hats. Check why you slap fire out them whole fast. These niggas gotta pay the hard way. Free the hard way, you lost. Swinging on them like a San Diego hardware. They guard say let's start this. Right. Professional marksmen swimming like killer sharks. We leave the limb heartless on point like a dark bitch. Bomb your camp if you want this. Connect with convicts on some dark shit. Respect the camouflage hat, get the money and stack. Go to war like the damn if he pushed to do that. Keep his movements discreet when he out in the streets. Had the stash built the high heat for those who creep. Peep the ghetto bastards running your crib like two masters. I run with a tech and we ain't asking, we blasting. Chef brought the extra cannon from Staten. Rhyme official live broadcasting, making it happen. You gotta make power moves, black guns and cash rules. Hold my eight straight, cause I've been paying dues. Waves came from way back, trying to see your mail stack. Miami money cast, they leave you laying it down flat. You gotta poly with your coolest. Stack your loot up, get your weight up, big up, pull your boots up. When you lay it in the cut, put your guns up. Flip intentions on your mind, raise the roof up. Gotta keep it in the pan, stack your loot up. Get your weight up, big up, pull your boots up. When you lay it in the cut, put your guns up. Flip intentions on your mind, raise the roof up. Raise the roof up, raise the roof up. Raise the roof up, we came to raise the roof up. Raise the roof up, raise the roof up. Stack your loot up, get your weight up, pick up, pull your boots up.